Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, episode dos for our Spanish-speaking friends. We are two Southern <laughs> guys. San, San Diego. <laughs> uh, two Southern guys' take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. I'd be your host, Biggin. How about you? We've got a great show lined up for you today, but hey, before we begin, I can't do this thing on my own. I gotta, I gotta bring in the second half of this crazy train. That's right. I am talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina. 2016's honorable mention, Father of the Year, the inventor of the Regnet egg roll, and on mic number one, give it up for Mojo! Thanks, Big. And he also failed to mention that I'm a community organizer, mm-hmm. and uh, once upon a time, I actually negotiated a peace treaty between North and South Korea, <laughs> but that broke down shortly after that. Um, also, I'm a, a former mem- member of Squill Team 6, which is the decoy of <laughs> Seal Team 6. <laughs> Um, you can find us on the interwebs at southernfriedphilosophy.com, Facebook um, at Southern Fried Philosophy, Instagram, and the Twitters at SFP Radio. Please follow our, and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, go to iTunes and give us a review. As, evidently, that's how you move us up onto the charts and we can start our reign over our category and make all the other uh, podcasts kind of weep. Also, if you have any complaints, you can send it to the uh, State Department at whitehouse.gov. I'm sure they're, they're ready Cl- for To Hillary it. Clinton. Yeah, she has a whole dedicated server. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it personal or is it <laughs> Well, I don't know. Official? I'm still waiting for the documents to come out. For both and. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Give us a listen. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in for the second episode. Hopefully, we'll have a little more refined information for you this week. Probably not. Don't bet on okay, it. Okay, well, I'll bets are off. You already met my other second half, Biggin. He is the 1998 Playgirls uh, SEC cover boy. That's right. Past episodes. All day, every day. But, but basically, what we are is a podcast that focuses on life and liberty, uh, whatever else pops in our heads from a Southerner's perspective, or what we call common sense, or the mm-hmm. right way, uh, besides being an American and Southern by the grace of God. Uh, we've had some life experiences that I think will give us kind of a unique perspective on topics of today's culture and stuff like that. Um, so here we go. All right. Yeah. As uh, I mentioned earlier, we do have an amazing show lined up for you today. We're going to do our next segment. It's called How You Be Durin, where we're going to just talk about our weeks and how awful they were or good. Just depends. Uh, last week, I had the best week ever. This week may have been the worst week ever. But hey, <laughs> it's a dichotomy, baby. That's how we roll. And then we're going to be in a segment called That Time of the Month. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's where we actually, it's not as bad as you think it is. It's just going to be where we talk about the funny uh, observations of that month that people will uh, celebrate. So that should be fun. Okay, because usually that, that time of the month I don't celebrate. It's not so, okay. It's not that time of the month. Actually, it's twice of the month now for me with two girls. So. Ooh, snap. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. If I call my mom, that's a, I can throw a third weekend too. <laughs> and then at one point, your little girl will get real old and you've got all four weeks. I'm hopefully I'm in a retirement home by then. <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> and then last but not least, we have Sweet Tea and Biscuits. I think this week you're going to interview me. Is that about right? Yeah, I think that's on the agenda, unless you didn't send that to me again on, on the email. <laughs> I very well could have. <laughs> One of the things that we did start for this past week is Southern Swang and Tang. Nope, that's not right. It is Southern Slang and Twang. It is a segment that my wife brought up. You can get tongue-tied on that pretty well, easy. T- tang was a delicious drink. Is it Tang or Twang? It's Twang. 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 Southern yeah. Sang. T- tang is the drink they took to the moon. Yes. She said, hey, it would be a good idea to have, like, why, what are some people's favorite Southern sayings? And so we put on the Facebook page, why don't you all let us know what they are? So this first one comes from Jessica from Concord, North Carolina. Is it Concord she, or Concord? Con, either way. Okay. I okay. say Potato, potato. Well, I guess any of your masks, Concord. I always think of grapes, <laughs> um, but whatever. She said, oh, there's so many. Bless your heart is definitely one that seems the whole world is familiar with. Other ones are hold your horses. Oh, my Lanta. 
I guess that's a take on Atlanta or the Oh my goodness. Kiss My Grits. That was Flo. Yeah. Remember? She yeah. had it was that show. It was a diner show, Kiss My Grits. And yeah. grits are delicious. Yeah. Slow as molasses. That's a good that's, one. That's my twelve year old. Are you a fan of molasses? Um in a molasses pie I am. But black black strap molasses is mm-hmm. kinda a little bitter. But that's about it. Yeah. And the Much last more of a honey guy. I do like some honey. Yeah. And the last one she said was pitch a hissy fit. I'm off. I'm familiar with all these. <laughs> and the bless your heart is the most uh, coded of all slang and twang. Mm-hmm. So because it one of those uh, uh, one of those things like when you know someone says all with all due respect, you know they're about to offend you. Mm-hmm. But th- but they've asked for with all due respect. All, with that, all due respect. That's the uh, get out of jail free card. <laughs> I mean, I don't automatically that automatically. Uh, it's like an antibiotic to anything you got to say. It's it's the same as similar to, I guess that's the same thing. It's similar to, uh, not to be racist, but. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you this joke. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this joke yeah. anyway. I, I have a couple of gay friends, so I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got a black neighbor, so it's okay that's to say right. that. That is our Southern slang and twang. I'm going to write that down so I don't get so tongue-tied next time. So that's it. Uh, we are going to take a break already. I mean, it, the time has, has flown by. But y'all go back to our Facebook page or Twitter, and y'all go ahead and post your favorite Southern sayings. We'd like to see those, because I know there's a few of them, so we may make a little page dedicated just to that. When we come back, it's going to be How You Be Dern and That Time of the Month. How You Dern. So that should be fun. Hey, did you know it takes a customer about three seconds to decide whether to stay or leave your website? That's why a crisp, clean, and user-friendly website is one of the best ways to market and help grow your business. At Webmerized Web Design, they offer just that and much more. They pride themselves in offering their clients with professional websites at amazingly affordable prices. You may want to check them out at webmerized.com. That's W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, just like it says, webmerized.com. And you can check them out also on our website under the sponsors link. All right, so we're going to take a break. And when we come back, like I said, how you be during and that time of the month. And we're back. That was a great break. I appreciate it. I had to go use the men's room. So that was, that was a good break. I thought we took it right then. Uh, you're Tinkle listening. time. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. If you if you forgot you've been listening to it for in like six minutes, you've got a problem. <laughs> six minutes, Sam. Forget it. Forgets everything. I, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to be uh, doing a segment called How You Be Durin'. And that's just where we're going to just sound off and talk about different stuff that we want. Sure. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. How you doing? You know what burns my biscuits, buddy? What's that? Hair bows. Hair bows? Oh, my God. My, my old lady, Mrs. Mojo. Uh-huh. It's like it's like the Southern mom thing with hair bows. Like, you can't just have, like, a conservative size. It's like the bigger it is, like. I don't know if it's a status symbol, like uh-huh. the bigger you bow, the closer you are to God. But it's, it's not for them; it's for the kids. Like my four-year-old has a wears a hair bow on any given day that's giving her neck problems. Like I'm going to contract a chiropractor. She needs a neck brace to wear this oh, thing. Well, yeah, it's 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 freaky, and I, I mean I know there's men have their own things as status symbols. Oh yeah, women do too, and uh, like I guess to draw a comparison, a comparison in the motorcycle world, mm-hmm. you know, guys will. You know, spend thirty thousand dollars on a Harley, and then go spend another ten thousand dollars on Chrome. And of course, I'm not mm. that I'm not in that group of guys. But nah. 
they call those chromosexuals. Huh. So I don't, I don't know what to call these hairbosexuals or something with the women. I mean, it's just crazy. Like they got to one up each other. My, my, my wife has like a, bought one of those shoe organizers to hang on the back of the door. It's full of bows. I mean, it's like just bows. My, my daughter's bow expense per month. It has to be more than probably the GDP of a small uh, West African country. I guarantee you. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But is he, it's like the Marge Simpson hair of hair bows. Is that what's going it's, on? It's, it's, the higher, it's, the better. It's crazy, and my wife gets mad at me when I let her kid go out of the house without a bow on. Does she say, you just don't understand it's a bow thing? <laughs> she likes big bows and bows and she cannot lie. Ooh, give it to me one more time. I like big bows and I cannot lie. <laughs> Guy, yeah, I mean, guys do the same thing. The bigger the truck, the harder the fall. I yeah. guess trying to get out of that thing. <laughs> yeah, every guy does it. It's just whoever has the biggest, the best. Is that? But I I can understand the hair bow doesn't make any sense. No, and but also if I had a kid, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't or go spend four thousand dollars on a set of rims for my kid. I'm a little selfish. So you're saying a hair bow is four grand? I'm sure they're out there, but <laughs> my, my kid don't have them. But but so man, it's, but it's nuts. Though. Like I mean, instead of stepping on Legos in my house, I'm stepping on hair bows. Wow, it's it's like raining hair bows. That sounds awful. <laughs> it is. So that burns your biscuits, eh? That burns my biscuits a little huh. bit because huh. I just. Everywhere I turn, in the vacuum cleaner, there's a hair bow. In my truck, there's about 12 hair bows. Is, um, is there any in the chili? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I mean, but, you know, I don't have to worry about finding glitter on my body from anywhere I shouldn't be. I hey, don't buddy. have glitter from the hair bows. <laughs> well, that's a good excuse. Yeah, I mean, kidding. Honey, I wasn't at the club. I was just I was just entrenched in hair bow, Hair bow glitter. It's wow. just ridiculous. And okay. It's like sometimes we'll get a package from eBay and there'll be another box of bows. Oh, there they are. So, so that's the secret life she has. Is the hair yeah, bows. I don't think it's secret, but uh, it's it's definitely out there. Like uh-huh. here, I am. Like shoes and stuff are held on by duct tape, and <laughs> you know, I got uh, safety pins holding my jeans up, and my kids got like you know a, a, a hair bow wardrobe. Well, I tell you, you probably could use the hair bows to hold your pants up. <laughs> probably. Could. So you might want to try and my that. hair back too. So. <laughs> oh, good. So good. how how you doing, man? I, I'm good. I just got back from the Kentucky. And I had a, a enjoyable trip to go visit my grandmother. So did you go to clear those warrants up? I did, yeah. Um, and try to find that missing cousin I've been told about. So, <laughs> Or girlfriend. <laughs> or girlfriend, yeah. No, it, it was a good trip, uh, Mrs. Biggin. I bet she probably doesn't appreciate me calling her that, <laughs> but now that I think about it. Uh, but she had a little college retreat with her girlfriends that she wanted to go visit them, and so... She did that, and I went to go see Grams, and ended up putting on some tires for her, which was not the whole plan (laughs) for me to go do, but she needed some tires for a a car that she's getting rid of. Because that makes sense. It completely makes absolutely sense. Did she go ahead and change the oil and do the brakes, too? No. Well, my dad did brakes last time he was up there. So So I don't know if she did like a 101-point inspection or something. (laughs) It sounds so cliche, but she is the one that drove the car from... Like her house to church and back, and then to the grocery store. So it's got like probably twelve hundred miles on it. It's like forty years old, but has like (laughs) seventeen miles on it because she's a small little town in Kentucky. Yeah. So so uh, I I know that every grandma's house, every southern grandma's house, mm -hmm. well, except my mom, who's now a grandma, but Mm -hmm. every southern grandma's house in our generation has a cook. So I know that grandma is a cook. So of course, tell me some delicious vittles that she made. I don't know what it is about her hamburgers. 
I, I sent you a picture of these hamburgers oh, yeah. with fries. She calls them fries, but they're just like potato wedges, chunks, <laughs> chunks. Fried, fried potatoes. Right. You know, she gets like a roast, just has them grind it there mm-hmm. at the butcher store, and then she chuck makes roast. a chuck roast, and then she uh, makes the hamburgers out of that. Oh, wow. And I don't know what it is about them, but cast, they're cast iron in the skillet. cast iron. Yeah, that's got to be it. it. I asked her, I was like, what's the secret of this thing? And she said, well, it's it's the cast iron. So then I looked at her promptly, and I said, so... Black skillets matter. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag black skillets matter. I like that. So, uh, yeah, so the the skillet, I guess, is the key, but they're delicious hamburgers. Hold on. I'm, I'm on the trademark website. Trademarking it. Just <laughs> go ahead and just, get it. Yeah, snag it up. <laughs> I'm going to buy that website now. Uh, so that, and then I didn't get a whole lot of time with her, but the next um, the next morning is the, the morning where I wake up, and I'm just happy because I know, guess what's coming on, on the table? Um, probably microwavable. Uh, pancakes? No. No, it is chocolate gravy and biscuits. Golly, that's... Have you ever had chocolate gravy? I have, but I'm sure hers is much better. <laughs> for for our listeners, it's basically just a thick pudding that you put on a biscuit, mm-hmm. and a chocolate pudding, and it's warm, and it's delicious, and you can't get anything better. Kind of like a, just brings a utopia to your mouth. Yeah, I, I, I'm drooling right now just thinking about it. The picture you sent me was really good, but also the plates too. Those plates from oh, nineteen fifty or something like that. Yes, but the- you can't you can't break those things. I've tried. <laughs> I've used them as a frisbee because uh, I lived with my grandma in college, and uh-huh. we needed a frisbee, so I just got her plate. plate yeah, there you go. those things don't break. Um, we just got we were just gotten my mom's biscuits. That's as a frisbee, so. <laughs> because or a plate because they're yeah. hard too. Good gravy. So it was good gravy. <laughs> I, it, so I had a good time with that. The problem is when I was coming back, uh, it was a thousand degrees outside, mm-hmm. and our car is a Nissan Altima. And if you don't have a Nissan Altima, it's got a safety feature on it, like a like a firearm, that if it doesn't get too hot and explode. Well, that's 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 a good safety feature. <laughs> well. I don't know if it's gonna, it would explode, but the transmission doesn't overheat and get in trouble. But uh, the safety feature, because it was so hot, made the car stop accelerating. And we had to pull over five times on the mm. way home to get, get back. And part of it was just due to the mountains and whatnot, but it was not a fun trip coming home. So seven-hour trip? Turned into four days. So you could have basically taken camel or donkey? Well, my wife was calling me and asked a, pu- a public bus or something. <laughs> when the Greyhound and the youth group trip buses oh, passes, yeah. Yeah. that's not a good time. That's right. The school, the reform school bus, is now a church bus. <laughs> You're right. So that's uh, that's how I've been doing this week. So that's been deal. fun. I'm glad you made it up and safe. So and back to I appreciate though, it. And even I'm though it was a twenty-something hour drive up and back. So I am. I do apologize for your hair bow hatred. That's all right. One day. <laughs> one day. One day they'll grow out of it. Speaking of one day, let me tell you, we've got uh, that time of the month coming up. Mm. No, not that kind. Not, not that kind. Of, uh, yeah. Not that kind, but it is our July monthly observances that we're going to bring to you that you may or may not know about. So I'm going to bring it, bring some heat, and here we go. The tears are flowing, they're coming once again. And I'm starting fights that I just can't win. Why do I try? I never can tell. This time of the month, oh, it sure is hell. Fired in, bud. So, uh, you may or may not know, and appropriately named, July is Air Conditioning Appreciation Days, the entire month. I definitely appreciate uh, the AC, but also to the HVAC contractors who mm. 
keep up and going because that's uh those guys are busy 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 this time <laughs> of year busting tail calling calling names taking names not calling names. yeah I, I have a friend actually i have a friend of mine who's mm-hmm. they own it they own an hvac company she, yeah but she's a widow during this time of year so that's what she says sure. so yeah a couple of food related monthly things that we'll celebrate grilling month honey month ice cream month i can almost see how those things go together but then you've got horseradish month well, there actually July first is the Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day, so I'm sure there's probably mm. a, a horseradish flavor Ooh. ice cream. Do you like the horseradish? I actually I do like horseradish. Oh. Mrs. Biggin hates it. She really? will not stand it. Why? I don't know. She just does not like it. <sighs> We're going to talk to her. Also, this month is National Wheelchair Beautification Month. So pimp your ride. You're right. A couple of weeks this week is National Tom Sawyer Days, aka Paint Your Fence Day. Tom, I, yeah. I thought you were talking about the Rush single, you know. Hi, Tom Sawyer. No, okay. No. Tom Sawyer, anyway, just paint your fence. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the first week, the 4th through the 10th, is Nude Recreation Weekend. I'll be celebrating that. Hey, buddy. Let's, uh, you want to come, come over and play some cricket? Nope. I'll just continue to say hello to my wife. <laughs> the 17th through the 23rd is National Zookeeper Week. Boy, the zoo's had a bad month last month. <laughs> R.I.P. to that gorilla. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah. So, those are your monthly and your weekly observances, and you're going to bring us some daily observances. Yeah, these are some of the, these are some of the ones I found uh, mm-hmm. interesting. Maybe the first one's not interesting, but, hey, we, we have some Canadian friends. Mm-hmm. So, July 1st is Canadian or Canada Day, celebrating the great country of uh, Canada, the basically the big southern state of Canada. They just need to be moved down here through, through something. The, the top half of America. That's right. That's right. Or our Top little, half of the South. Or our little brother. That's, that's right. There you go. Let's see. Uh, the July 2nd mm-hmm. is I Forgot Day, hmm? which I celebrate every day. So. <laughs> that's, my, that's my life. The Compliment Your Mirror Day is on July 3rd. What? I don't want <laughs> I don't even I don't use a mirror half the time. I, I obviously it looks like I get dressed and comb my hair in the dark usually. So, <laughs> so is it like the actual mirror or the person in the mirror? I wonder. Like, man, I did a really good job cleaning this thing. Yeah, I, 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 I technically still don't understand this holiday. Was this like a conspiracy by the mirror industry to bulk up sales or something? <laughs> right. I, I don't understand. They, they've got a good PR person. That's right. Evidently, so they got a whole holiday. <laughs> July sixth uh-huh. is Fried Chicken Day. No. I bet Mrs. Peaches will be happy. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, but actually, yeah, I wanted to bring attention since that mm-hmm. is Fried Chicken Day. We actually have a list of uh, some places here in Charlotte that you can get your eat on. Ooh. Some of these, I, I think I've tried probably three of the five. So okay. I'll, I'll give you my two cents. But um, let's see, coming in at number five dum, 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 would be Bojangles. Huh. So I, out of all the places, it's Bojangles. Yeah, it's, uh, see, I don't. I, I don't believe this list, but hey, we'll skip that one past. I mean, they got they got decent ch- chicken in the pinch. Watch it, uh, <laughs> South Twenty One Junior, which is down on North Tryon Street, down in Charlotte. That's actually an old diner. They've been around since the uh, since Jesus was a little a boy. Hmm. So, what makes it so good, or does it say? Um, it just says uh, the recipe, the crispiness. Um, there's about a twenty minute wait to get the Holy chicken. Cow. So yeah, make sure if you're going there, get there kind of early. But it's uh, usually guaranteed rocket hot and it's lightly salted, extra crispy, so mm. they don't have the uh, the 17 different ways like the KFC. 
Um, this one I've been to, the Chicken Box, okay, down on North North Tryon Street, so it's not too far from the number uh, four. But um, this one's also they they I think they brine theirs because it's a little little different texture and stuff like that. But it's actually really good. All these are definitely reasonably priced. And let's see, number two is probably the most famous, which is Price's Chicken Coop. Have you ever been there? I have not. I heard it's really good. Yeah, though. they've been around. They've been around since the '60s. They do fish, chicken, and shrimp. But mm. there's you got to get there early. I mean, it's probably 45 minutes before lunchtime. You got people lining up for chicken. Holy cow! So, and you've been there? Yeah, it's it's really good. Everything's served in like a cake box or a shirt box. It's kind of <laughs> a shirt. box. Yeah, that's what they call them shirt boxes. But, <laughs> gotcha. But um, they have good coleslaw. They do such a good job. Chicken, chickens, just flavor locked with juice and. All that good stuff, but there's here's one surprising I've never heard of. Them. I'm gonna have to go try. It's called the Quick Shop. Hmm. It's attached to a gas station. It's down in East Boulevard. Evidently, they've been doing it for quite a while, and um, everyone voted for this one to be number one in the area. So wow! But there you go. It's the fried chicken joints. Um, so maybe July 6th they will be super super busy. But so what's what's the key to a good fried chicken? Personally, I, I think. For me, I mean, when I do fried chicken, I, I like to marinate uh, the chicken kind of overnight in a mm-hmm. buttermilk marinade. In buttermilk. Buttermilk and salt and pepper or a little bit of seasoning and just let it sit overnight. Mm-hmm. It, gives it, uh, it gives a chance for the uh, the acids in the buttermilk to actually break down the protein. Mm-hmm. So it makes, it makes it really sense. yeah, real ju- juicy and tender. But um, also double battering it. A lot of places will sometimes just uh, single batter so you don't get that really risk rich coating mm-hmm. i mean what's your what's your ideal perfect piece of fried chicken i like it where it's not too battery that's the thing is like i like a good crisp crunch to it but mm-hmm. i don't want to like take the entire thing sure and it'd be batter so yeah and, and also the key too is you know sound like a food nerd but no, no, no. if you have your your what they call the wash which is the buttermilk wash mm-hmm. it's, it's ice cold it won't absorb a lot of grease so you won't get that greasy chicken where you feel like you need to wipe your mouth off mm-hmm. on a, your neighbor's pants or something like that, which can get <laughs> right. you arrested in probably 13 counties in North Carolina. Easily. Anyway, that's, you know, fried chicken is just a symbol that just cuts to your soul with a piece mm-hmm. of fried chicken. Just imagine with me. Take this trip with yep. me. You, you're holding a freshly fried chicken leg out, mm-hmm. of, out of the grease. The first bite, bite into it. and The richness of the juices just hits your mouth. But what happens always? You tug away at that first piece and... Probably half the skin comes with, it and you're trying to place it the other half of the skin back over because mm-hmm. you want you got to have the evenly distri- distributed uh, bites of flesh and crispiness and all right. that. So that's a perfect chicken right there. That's a good day. But there's something that just brings you to your place of happiness there. But some of the other notables that the country around the country, there's a place called Willie Mae's Scotch House in New Orleans, the Busy Bee Cafe down in Atlanta. One of my personal favorites is called uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles out in L.A. Yeah, I've heard about Roscoe's. Yeah, yeah. yeah my daughter went there once, and it was just awesome hmm. so all right also on that same day we got world kiss day Ooh, i, I like got, that day i don't think it's kiss the band though <laughs> also on the 10th is don't step on a b day <laughs> I, I think that's probably good advice for any day of the year I'm, I'm it's, not, it's not just that day yeah let's not do that at any day uh, that's also coinciding with uh teddy bear picnic day <laughs> is that where you take your teddy bear on a picnic <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Wow. National Nude Day is on the 14th, so How about you get you? a whole week, and then you get another day followed up. Wow. So that was just some of the other cool, interesting ones that I kind of saw that thought we'd bring to you. Well, I don't want you to forget the 27th of this month. That is the official Take Your House Plants for a Walk Day. That coincides with Take Your Pants for a Walk Day. But don't your pants, pants always go for a walk? I guess you take your favorite pants. Uh, like, I have a favorite <laughs> pair of pants I only break out on occasion because uh-huh. they're like, 14 years old and have more holes than 
the Bible, <laughs> the Holy Bible, but <laughs> they're holy, my holy Wait. religious pants. Or or uh, Hillary Clinton's explanation of her server. <laughs> that's right. That's where our complaint department is now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so maybe you're taking your your pants and your house plants for a walk. I don't understand the the, the house plants. Like, are, are you put them on a skateboard? Uh, to, tow them along. To drag them in the terracotta pot, <laughs> right? Or do you take it out of the pot and let it get some air? Maybe maybe that's how they don't get root bound or something. Like. <laughs> Google that on uh, DIY, DIY Network or sure. HGTV or something like that. By the way, I'm still waiting for that house that they promised me. Because you always enter yeah. to win that house. Yeah. I've never yet won that house. I haven't either. I want it. Well, when you do, you can call in Rich. <laughs> That's right. Uh, one thing I did uh, do on the way in coming back from Kentucky is I desperately wanted to just do this radio show full time. So I bought a lotto ticket. And, and we would both retire. <laughs> But we did not win, so okay. we will not be retiring. I'll, I'll buy the next round. Okay, just a heads up. Yeah. Uh, one one thing that I did get to do while I was in Kentucky was stop by this little shop, and, and I forgot to bring it to you, but it's called Kentucky Nose. And this guy, he makes bourbon barrel-aged coffee. It is delicious stuff. You can go to his website at KentuckyNose.com. Click on the bourbon barrel coffee, and there'll be a phone number that you can check out. Really, it's roasted in... 70-year-old roasters in mm-hmm. Kentucky, but uh, his name's Tony. Call him up. Get an order of this bourbon barrel-aged coffee. It's different flavors. You can get bourbon ball. You can get uncut. You can get Kentucky bourbon. I think there's a caramel bourbon, so there's all kinds of flavors, but just give him a call. You can go, again, KentuckyNose.com and check him out there. Hey, when we come back, it's going to be a segment that we call Sweet Tea and Biscuits. We did it last time. We're going to do it again for you. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We'll be right back. This is our segment called Sweet Tea and Biscuits, and this week we are interviewing Biggin. During Sweet Tea and Biscuits, we interview our guests, learn a little bit more about them and what they're all about. And we decided in the first two episodes to interview ourselves just because we want the listeners to kind of understand where we're coming from. So here you go, Biggin. Let's give, you your, give us your story. Well, I, I'm a little ashamed to, to say the first part. I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. So technically, I'm still a Southerner. That's on the border. But but Jacksonville is really not Southern. That explains, that explains why you don't like boiled peanuts. I do like boiled peanuts. I don't know why you don't think I do. Born in Jacksonville at the age of nine, skipped the entire South and went to Missouri. So I grew up uh, in in St. Louis, Missouri. Did you ever meet Nelly? I did not. I did not. I was hoping, I was hoping you say that he produced yeah. his first. Uh-oh. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> it actually is getting hot in the <laughs> studio. You, I see a look over there. You've got your shirt off. Luckily, you've got a T-shirt underneath, so that's good. <laughs> it's a gun show in here now. <laughs> when I, I grew up in St. Louis, and probably around 14, actually, my mom passed away of cancer. So it was just me and my dad. Had to grow, had to grow up kind of quick. My dad uh, traveled around a lot uh, for his job. and That'll make you grow up quick. Yeah. After a while, uh, we moved back to Jacksonville for... Uh, a job my dad worked for the railroad so it was actually like four minutes away from where we used to live <laughs> wow. back in the first time so went there and then uh, graduated high school in that period i got called to ministry so i decided i was going to go to campbellsville university graduated walked uh, with my diploma across the the field and they asked so what are you going to do now you realize you have to pay your student loans back in six mm-hmm. months at this point so then I turned right back around and went for a master's program because <laughs> I didn't want to deal with that. At this point, uh, met my wife. Uh, we got married, moved cross country for another job. Or she graduated 
college there and we bought a house all within the same week. So that was fantastic. And we moved wow. from Kentucky down to Houston, Texas, which is the armpit of Texas. It is awful. It's sultry and hot. <laughs> it is nasty. The The best thing about Texas is we got some good friends out of it, but then everything else was nasty. <laughs> so I do not recommend anybody living in Houston. I will never go back. Really? Purposefully. That's kind of the way I feel about Virginia. So after five years, we decided to move closer to family, so we moved to Charlotte. We're just kind of kicking around here. <laughs> so that's kind of my quick story. I don't have a whole lot of crazy things. I haven't had a heart transplant, <laughs> though the rate that Biggin's going, I probably will need one in a little bit. Gosh. <laughs> you follow any sports teams from uh, St. Louis? or I do like the Cardinals. Ba- baseball, that's the only Cardinal I like. Basketball team, of course, is the Kentucky Wildcats. That's they're is. not from St. Louis, though. They're not, but I grew up a Kentucky fan. When I sure. was born, they combed my hair and then put a UK onesie on me, and it was it was love at first sight. Was it pink? Nope. No. They they got that confused. <laughs> I didn't know which gender I identified with at that point, <laughs> so they just gave me a blue one. Well, I'm glad they did. Yeah, me too. So you graduated with a call to ministry. Yeah. So did you ever put that into fruition? Yeah, I did youth ministry for a while, believe it or not. Uh, I I enjoyed it for a while, but then I got older and the kids got more annoying. I also realized there's absolutely no pay in that, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to starve for the rest of my life. I wanted to eat, so yeah. <laughs> so I quit that. We just got a secular job, so but it pays the bills, and we're happy. I can relate there. I was a youth minister for a while, so... I can relate. And it was my, mine was more the noise with the parents. Oh, yeah. They want you to teach your kids, but then they want to t- tell you what to teach them. So. And then it was even more just with the church. Like, I had run-ins with the church. Me too. It was just frustrating. I had to resign over the church because of some policies they had. So Yeah, mainly that's why. We wanted to get closer to home, but we just couldn't take the church anymore. And it's ironic. Like, it's supposed to be a group of loving people, and we just found that it was just horrible. I, I, think, that's, so I think that's, you know, I think we both have have had different walks, but I think mm-hmm. that's one thing that I think we want to, to reshape, maybe recast, because a lot of people have been burned out by church, mm-hmm. and it's been, they've been burned out not by church or God, but by the people that tend the church sometimes, just yeah. because yeah. people can still be in some of their old ways and judgmental and sure. things like that, and we're trying to hopefully be some salt and light to the to the church and bring some happiness and hope and things, and that's one thing we, I know we like about, I like about our church, is mm-hmm. it seems to be very, very open and very loving. Very community-friendly, community, community friendly, so. Yeah. I hate it when people get God and Christ confused with the people, mm-hmm. and it's such an easy thing to do. Right. We're all still broken sinners, and, you know, we we have to recommit ourselves every day just like everyone else. I mean, so. I have to recommit, like, every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, hey, we, we're all. Still struggle. We all struggle. Hashtag I mean, the struggle is real. <laughs> that's right. Black skillets matter. <laughs> so you met your beautiful wife, which we love her to death. Who so, doesn't? Oh man, she's wonderful. We, sometimes I wish my wife would take lessons from your wife. About on what? Like just not to wear hair. Not, not to be mean. mean. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe your wife is mean to you. I don't know. No, she's really not. We got married, and I didn't realize how much of a, of a jerk I was <laughs> until like later. I look back and be like, man, I was an idiot. Hindsight's hindsight's great. And she's the one that's been like even keel the entire way. Same so. thing with my wife. She's yep. she's been amazing. Stuck. Stuck through me through some bad times and things like that. So. Sure. Women for you. Hey, in order for us to be strong, we had to have a strong woman behind us, man. Can't live with them. Pass the beer nut. You know, you got to ask me these questions. I think we're mm-hmm. going to ask the same questions to our, any guest mm-hmm. that come on. But yeah. So if you could have one meal at any restaurant, where would it be and who with? I think probably my one of my most favorite meals was at Churchill Downs, and it was the Kentucky Hot Brown. And that, I still have 
dreams of that hot brown. So like a hot pocket. <laughs> hot pockets. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was. It's it's a uh, open face sandwich uh, picture with turkey on it. Mm-hmm. So far, semi healthy. Then they put bacon on it or country ham, mm. and then they put cheese on top of that. Like Velveeta. No, but like it's a sauce. What is it, the baklamol sauce? Mm-hmm. What do they what do they call that? Right. Bachamel, Steve, bechamel, Steve Bachamelli. <laughs> Whatever that Steve Bacchimi. <laughs> <laughs> they put his sauce on it. That, that sounds gross. Probably not. Um, <laughs> Bechamel. But the one at uh, Churchill Downs, by far the best I've ever Really? You mentioned Coach K on the last mm-hmm. episode, and I really do want to say Coach Cal. However, my absolute man crush in the entire world is really embarrassing. It's Will Smith. <sighs> I was holding breath. Prince. I thought you were about to say one of the One Direction guys. <laughs> It, no, it's it's Will Smith. At least he has some street Or cred. Bob Vila. Somebody, somebody <laughs> just out of your character. Oh, uh, no. But I do also like the Bob Bob Ross. He's dead now. So, But uh, uh, Bob Ross. Happy little trees. Happy trees. Yeah. yeah, I like him. But Will Smith would be the, the ultimate guy. That, and why is that? Explain explain your bro, I, I th- your bro crush. One, I grew up just loving Will Smith. You know, Fresh Prince Fresh of Prince, Bel-Air. Yeah. And then Independence Day. And like right. all the cool movies that he right. did. Men in Black and whatnot. Just exudes confidence. One of those guys that I just have a man crush on always have and he's supposed to go on a world tour this year i have yet to hear anything about it so will smith if you're listening to the show which we know you are i need you to get this concert thing going up <laughs> i need you to call dj jazzy jeff and get this thing rolling what's wrong with you man that's right you've got like at least 75 dollars of my money waiting for you just take his money yeah just take it it's right here for i'll wait for, for the concert dvd <laughs> i want the backstage pass there you go would you be starstruck like you were with the with the uh, weather guy? I'm not joking. I would probably wet myself. Well, in that case, Easy. just go ahead and wet yourself beforehand. That way, you can make an excuse. Like <laughs> I, I dropped a soda on my lap on the way in or something. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna like get depends as many depends as I can and just wear them. I'll look like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> but you'll be dry. You Maybe. can take them off if you need to. Like it's a guy who's like smuggling like 50 pounds of sugar in his pockets or something. I don't understand. <laughs> you just happy to see me or are you wearing depends? It depends. <laughs> also, the question you got to ask me was your spirit food. Mm-hmm. I did like your answer. You you said it was a cheeseburger uh-huh. or a hamburger right. and you can dress it up or dress it down however you like. I like that answer. Similarly, I will go with a with a biscuit because it can be dressed up. It can be dressed down. You can go all kinds of directions with it. Sure. You, can, you can have a breakfast lunch and dinner just like me uh you can have sausage on it you can put butter on it again just like me uh wait wait hold on never mind uh, you, you, you are kind of flaky though. <laughs> i'm fluffy fluffy and flaky i never said i was fat i'm just fluffy <laughs> big bone <laughs> you never see like a big bone skeleton do you I never i saw one in the museum of modern art one time it's just a fake one but it was kind of fun <laughs> Yeah, so it'd be a biscuit, like any kind of biscuit. I I just love biscuits. My grandma used to tell me I was big boned. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Just as a bless your heart too, so a lot. <laughs> bless your heart, you're just big boned. Yeah, yeah. So that it? No, the, I tell you, the biscuits. Though, you're right though. It's a perfect southern complement to any meal. It could be a main dish, mm-hmm. like like the like the sausage biscuits and gravy, or the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chocolate, like dessert, it could mm-hmm. be desserts. I think it's the most versatile. It's like the Swiss Army knife of foods yeah. here in the South. So, so many options. And also, I want to go back to the country ham thing. Uh, for our yeah. city folk. You don't know what ham is. Yeah. For the city folk, the regular ham or 
even Canadian bacon, which is like a ham. Mm-hmm. D- d- nothing compares to country ham. Nope. It's been salted and cured for mm-hmm. like forever. Six months, yeah, minimum. Just, it comes in a burlap sack from the grocery store, mm-hmm. and you just carve your little pieces off of it. Yep. Granted, heart doctors don't like nope. it, nope. or most doctors, but... <laughs> still so delicious. You pull it up on WebMD and it's just a circle around A void? Oh, yeah, with a line through it. Don't have this. If you could put anything on a biscuit, what would it be? Oh, man. Why are you asking me questions? Sorry. This is your style. Sorry. You know, um, it depends on the, the it type. Depends. It depends yep. on the day. I mean, like like I like apple butter. Mm. Like butter and apple butter. Um, mm. Country ham, sausage, nice, yeah. delicious sausage. Uh, a country fried steak is good Ooh. on it. You know, yeah. chicken fillet. I mean, it just mm-hmm. it all depends, man. But yep. egg, cheese, and sausage probably is my go-to. There but, you go. But man, I can slop up some, slap up and mop up some sausage and yeah. gravy. Now that's the other good thing about a biscuit is is you slop up. Oh yeah. Right. So at the end of your meal, when mm-hmm. you have all the, your juices of whatever you're eating, there you get the biscuit and you just sop up. Yeah, and no standard yeast roll would be able to do that. Oh no, no. a yeast roll, a cracker. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's just going to fall yeah, apart. Cornbread doesn't do a good job absorbing mm-hmm. biscuit. It's like a sponge. It is. It just sucks up all that stuff, and you're good to go. No, I think you're right. Mm. I think you're right. I love to sop it up. I remember, too, as a kid, like, just Grandma would mix the honey with the butter mm-hmm. and mix it up really oh, good yeah. and then put that on the biscuit. Hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hey, did, she, buddy. Did, she, did she roll her biscuits out and cut them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and she didn't use, like, a biscuit cutter. She used, like, a, mason a tin jar. can or yeah, a mason jar. Yeah. Yep. My grandma, she used to do what they call drop biscuits. She'd just make the biscuit, the batter mm-hmm. and then just like take a spoon and like sling it on the pan. <laughs> they were delicious <laughs> yeah, though, but that's how she did it. So, yeah. um, what what's your favorite part about living here in Concord now? You know, I'm really digging this downtown area. Yeah, it's really growing up. There's a lot of stuff that's coming in, like new shops. I saw like their five year plan, they're, and it's pretty aggressive of what they're wanting to do in the five years down here. Like flying cars. <laughs> no, just the buildings that they're going to build and. All the cool things. Changing the parking lot or parking, parking thing on the front. Parking decks, yeah. And the, I think the main street down to Union Street they're trying to do, mm-hmm. like expanding and putting maybe more of a greenscape, I think. So, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But also it's the home, home of uh, Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, too. That's right. I mean, you got Bank of America, uh-huh. downtown Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then downtown Concord, you have Southern Fried Philosophy. Philosophy. Yeah, Media Empire. Speaking of Media Empire, mm-hmm. um, when we did the show last week, we had 60 Facebook likes. Mm-hmm. Now we're up to 91. And we haven't even released our first podcast. Well, by by the time people listen to this, hopefully we will. Did did you bribe them or? No. Did you send them like a Snapchat of your 1998 Playgirl cover? I might have. Okay. Well, that's that, okay. That could have been it. Well, forward it to me and I will send it out too. <laughs> All right. We could do that. But yeah, uh, listen, if you if we get 15 more people, we will become a media empire. I, I thought it was 10 more last week. No. Well, it, it, you, the re- data revised itself. Yeah, that's what it, you're saying. I think it will happen every week. Well, I mean, with or the UK leaving the EU with Brexit, Brexit so I think the inflation rate hits. So I can understand why we need 15 more now. It is a good time to get a mortgage, by the way. <laughs> so if you're needing a mortgage, hey, hey, buddy. Brought to you by our sponsors at Quicken. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we need you to make that happen. So go to Southern Fried Philosophy, the Facebook page, like it. Go like our Twitters. And our Instagram. YouTubes, our Instagrams, things of that nature. Yeah, go to iTunes, subscribe, and give us a review. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's good, if it's bad, just keep it to yourself. Right. And then also, don't forget the Southern Slang and Twang 
and let us know no tying <laughs> and let us know what your favorite word is so we can put that on the air i think that uh, wraps up another episode thanks for thanks for listening in again this is episode two and go back to listen to episode number one if you haven't listened to that yet and hurry back y'all here now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down and i'd like to take a minute just sit right there i'll tell you how i became the prince of a town called bel-air 